Hello. I forgot to do the 30 second thing. It's okay. Um, so this is uh take yeah, two. Right. Huh? <laughs> I said it's all right. Uh unblur the lines, take two. Um yeah, so What is up? What's up? <laughs> so, yeah, like uh, Let's try this well, again. We we are gonna try this again because it seems like every time we try, something messes up, and then we try it again, <laughs> and then uh, and then before you know it, we'll be going to uh, November. We'll go to November 20th as our first episode being posted on our podcast. <laughs> we'll just keep pushing it back, man. Like, well, what else are you supposed nah, to do? Well, we'll get it. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. It doesn't help. So this is take two for all the listeners listening. Um, this is take two because, for one, I don't know how to know what internet I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> um, for two, we are, we have, so we, this podcast is uh, going to start out a lot easier, mainly for the simple fact that we have all the equipment already, but now we're changing up the software. So now we're learning the new software and, uh, I ain't going to lie. It's been kind of a headache. It's a convenient software and I like it, but it's been kind of a headache here lately. Yeah, the uh, doing the online where we we live, what an hour forty five minutes away from one another, doing the remote thing. It's kind of kind of something we need, you know, to be able to do this. But it has definitely not been not been easy getting it figured out. It, it's it's easy to use, but for some reason, our our Wi Fi and internet, the ISP, it just is not lining up like it should. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, and another thing is, um, so like you said that, uh, we live an hour so much apart. Um, so I just like when Hulkam Happy Hour is still a podcast and we were still going at it strong. Um, we, me and him, me and you both lived in Bardstown. Now I still live in Bardstown and you left like a loser and, um, <laughs> So now it's just good old me up here in Barstown. So so lonely. <laughs> so that's pretty much the only update on us. We we have pretty boring lives <laughs> when it comes to all that. Yep. Um, one thing I want to make sure that we say today is Happy Veterans Day. Um, we do support our troops. Um, we support any, anybody and everybody who has done any service for our country because they are the ones that protect our freedoms. So, 
Travis Yates said, what's up, guys? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Now, you're going to have to, you're going to help, you're going to have to help me um, remember who Travis Yates is. I know it's, I know it's one of the brothers, but is it the one that looks like Michael or is this the one that, um, cause in there, yes, that's the, one that that looks, that's the one that looks like Michael. That's yeah. Okay. That's, that's the one that looks like Michael. <laughs> My bad, Travis. Just, uh, there's just a lot of you guys, a lot, a lot to keep up with. I, mm-hmm. and I remember he said, do what? <laughs> Oh, so going into it, um, so some of you guys that might come back and listen and everything, you might listen to our last podcast, Hokum Happy Hour. Um, Hokum Happy Hour is pretty, su- I, I wouldn't say it was like, you know, successful, but for us, it was very successful. Um, I think, I think if I yeah, remember for, correctly. For two guys not knowing what to do. Oh, for sure. And I think, if I remember correctly, I think that we got up to dang near 10,000 downloads by the, by the time that we decided to call it quits. Um, which we, and I feel like we really didn't want to call it quits. I feel like we just got caught up with life. And, you know, at that point, we had added a, another co-host and, you know, just scheduling conflicts and, it just we so we decided to call it quits then and then one 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 day last month we I think I called him called Corey and was like uh um hope hope everything's going going well with you too Steven and um I think I, I called I called you I was I think I was at work and I was like you know what I was like I think it'd be cool to start a start a podcast again call it yeah. who else to call call the the technical uh, genius for <laughs> in Edmonton. So, yeah, I it. Uh, just to uh, just to be completely hundred percent clear, um, and unblur the lines. That had nothing to do with my brain. That was all the brains in Edmonton. That was. <laughs> I think I was like when I was coming up with names, I was like saying some sh- crap off the wall. <laughs> I think one of them was like uh, um, thoughts corner or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was coming up with some <laughs> wild stuff. Mm. Yeah, but uh, so the last podcast um, we sat chilled. I mean, it was a good old time. We talked about news. We talked about you know life updates. I mean, there was. I mean, I think there was even an episode that we talked about uh, how we were like when we were like bidding on like pallets in online or something. We were going to E Town and pick it up. Like, didn't we talk about that one episode? Oh, like, yeah, on, yeah. Like, when, we the, uh, when we were doing the when we were when we were doing the auction. The auction. Oh stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. Uh, you remember, you remember when I auction, I bid, I bid on something, that and we ended realize. up in Cincinnati. Yep, we ended up in Cincinnati <laughs> instead of E Town. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that was fun though. We had a we had a good time going up to Cincinnati to get your twenty seven dollar whatever it was. I think it was a shoe rack. I don't even think it was like yeah. anything important. I think it was something that I could have easily lived without for sure. <laughs> um, another thing is is uh, I mean, we had conspiracy episodes, uh, the yeah. Barstown murder conspiracies. That is something we can definitely talk about. Yeah. Um, if, for those of you, those, for those of you who don't know, there was multiple murders in Barstown, and not a single one of them was solved. Uh, one dating back all the way to twenty was it twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen? Twenty thirteen or twenty thirteen? Dang, I was already all the way wrong. Um, there was a police officer shot. And then fast forward, fast forward, a female went missing. Um, fast forward from that, a mother and daughter was brutal, brutally killed in their house. Fast fast forward to that, now there's uh, an unsolved murder, uh, Jamie something, and uh, he was a young, he was a teenager, and no one knows what happened there either. So, Barstown is a place that, uh, I guess, Basically, mind your own business. Like, just don't don't, don't talk to nobody because <laughs> you don't wanna, you don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> uh, I steer clear, man. Especially with my job, I steer way clear. Stay on that straight line. <laughs> mm. Yeah, then, no, um, but we. What was you saying? I was gonna say we've we've had a we've we've had a lot. We, I'm gonna, I'll tell you, uh, we learned a lot from running the happy hour. Um, I mean, it was for me anyways, it was definitely a, a learning experience and, you know, to be able to, you know, what did I say? What two years, three years since we've done it now to be able to just, you call me up and say, Hey, let's do a podcast. And here we are, you know, it, we didn't have to do any of the research because we already knew about the um, needing, you know, the, the source for the, um, the live streaming. Cause we did talked about, that's what we wanted to do. Uh, we already knew that we had to have a, um, uh, bus sprout, the, our provider, we had to have one of those. So we already knew what to do. It was just a matter of just putting it all back together, which took no time compared to, um, when we first done it. Oh, exactly. And it's it's made this process super easy. Like, we're, I mean, like, even right now, now that we got everything working, it's like we never even left. Like, it's, it's just like <laughs> second nature. We're just, now granted, I'm one of those people, and this for any new listeners. Now, if you listen to um, Holcomb Happy Hour, you can already know. I can literally hold a conversation with myself, um, <laughs> which is one of the things like, and, and same vice versa. Corey can do the same thing. We can talk about things for hours. And that's, that's actually how we got the idea to do the po- uh, podcast in the first place. Like we were just literally, I think we were sitting in a room at like four o'clock in the morning was like, you know what? You know, we have been talking this damn long, <laughs> We should we should record it <laughs> and share it with the world. 
share it with the world. Um, yep. But um, yeah, it's fun things. So moving forward, though, because um, I don't want to be one of those people that want to piggyback on, you know, old projects. Um, Unblur the Lines is completely new. It's completely new us. I mean, a lot has happened in three years for sure. Um, you know, I mean, I would like to, I would even say that, you know, men, men, mentally wise, like we are completely different people from that point. Um, a lot of life experiences have happened that changes everything. So, um, moving forward, um, you know, like with the last podcast, we tried hard to not go political because when you talk about the news, it is so easy to get on one side and stay on it. Yep. And people get offended. Like it's, it seems like it's worse now um, with everything going on. So, so what better time to start a podcast like this and to start a stream like this than, than now when you can look at somebody the wrong way and offend them, you know? <laughs> right. And here's the thing. So with this podcast now, um, we are going at it with, open arms and we're going at it with like, we have our stance open on arms. things and we are not, we're, we're not going to go at it with being scared of being political about it. Now, granted we're all, we're all going to be respectful. Um, there, there might be things said, there might be things showed or shared, um, that might offend somebody. And that's, that's not our intent at all. But we are going, this is how we want to do it. I mean, we talked for me, me and Corey talked on the phone for like an hour, just talking about how we want the vibe and how we want it all set up. And I feel like for, for the way that we have our plan for this podcast, I feel like this will push it farther than Holcomb Happy Hour ever even dreamt of. Yeah. And not only that, but, um, be, me and Wesley have, we have very similar views on a lot of things, but as we go and the more topics that we get into with each episode, there's also some things that, that I disagree with, with him or, or likewise. So it's, it's not going to be always what we're talking about him and I both agreeing, it, you know, so we will have our disagreements just like there will be individuals who have disagreements with us and what we have to say and what we believe. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I, we will not think anything any less because everybody has their right to their own opinion. And that's that's again, that that's what makes this this country so great is that we have the freedom to speak out about our opinions. And, you know, people have the right to get offended. But at the end of the day, we're not going to get offended because somebody disagrees with us. So. You have a comment. Yeah, I seen it. That's, I to you. That's right. <laughs> I love I love this streaming platform. I love it. Yeah, this is pretty neat. Like I can just like um Travis said, so this is like Hokum Happy Hour 2.0. Absolutely yeah, not. It's, it's funny that he says that because in our conversation, did we not uh talk about Hokum Happy Hour 2.0. Oh, that's exactly what we called it. 
little Jimmy said, let's go. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> all the way from Georgia. We're getting some uh we're getting some uh we're getting some we're getting listeners, the, man. Reach. Yeah. Yeah, so real quick, uh this episode will be uh oh yeah. <laughs> this episode will be posted on all uh podcasting platforms on Monday. So uh, anybody can go back and listen to it. Definitely make sure that you uh, share with your friends, share it on Facebook. Uh, as soon as it drops, we will be sharing it from our personal pages on Facebook, as well as from the uh, unblurred, unblurred lines page. Um, so yeah, just help us get the word out there and help us get some, some people in. We uh, definitely have a big vision for, uh, for this podcast and this streaming. We want to get, uh, people involved and engaged with the conversation. So um, Facebook uh, seems to seems to be the way to, for us to do that. So we can just get it shared out there and then people can comment and message us. And um, I know in the process of us trying to get all this set up, we, they, we ran some polls and stuff like that. That'll be stuff that we do to get insight on different things. And that'll also help us with what people want to hear as far as our opinions on things, you know um what people want to want us to talk about and and share you know so so yeah we got some some big plans and i'm excited to see where where it goes oh for sure um so we're gonna i'm gonna move in uh so we got some we got some topics that we are willing to talk about um so we're gonna start with uh the israel Hamas war um, and everything going on with that. Um, Jerry Lee Adams said, what's up, fellas? What up, buddy? Um, So when it comes to the the Hamas attack on Israel, um, that is some definitely a topic because that has been all over the news. That has been all over every social media. And um, there's definitely a lot of thoughts that goes with it. Um, a lot of conspiracies have been going around about it. Um, I mean, I've seen everything. And so something that I, I was going to bring up to you as well, Corey, is, is it, so is it, has TikTok became the like, and I know this is a little off topic, but has TikTok literally became the most popular app to get any type of news? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So so do you think TikTok has passed Facebook up completely? Absolutely, I do. That cuz like I know this probably sounds unprofessional, but like most of all the information I know about the Israel war is all from TikTok. Whether it's you know, news news stories whether it's, you know, just random facts, maybe, maybe it's even, you know, TikToks from that country specific, but I feel like everything I know about the Israel war came from TikTok. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, so the Israel war, obviously, so this is how it started out. Um, there was, there's speculation that there was a warning 
Um, most of the things that I have found, there was no warning of the attack, the first initial attack on Israel. Um, but so Hamas is a Islamic militia militia group out of Gaza City. Okay, um, they made several attacks on Israel. Um, they had to, they bombed a music festival. They bombed a few other things. Um, this was the most unhumane style of attacks that the world has seen in a very long time. Mainly for the simple fact, like, they went straight for civilian populated areas right off the bat. Like, there was no... There was no mercy in any of it. Um, so with that, um, it caused a big uproar in all in every country, really. Um, come to find out, a few days later, Iran uh, is financially supporting them, so that's how they are getting their bombs and their, you know, the equipment they need. Um, the U.S. is obviously backing Israel. Um, as of right now, I mean, we've not put any boots on the ground. Um, all we've done is sent aircrafts, and we are we are actively in, like, the Navy is actively in the sea monitoring. So as of right now, that's about all we have. Hey, Emily. And um, so as of right now, that's all we have. So... Um, we've also sent countless of dollars to Israel too to help them financially, um, which I, I do stand with Israel. I mean, I, I think that Hamas needs to pay for their actions. Um, but then moving forward, uh, a couple weeks after the attacks, do you remember the was it the day of uh, Jahid or it was uh, on Jihad? Uh, Jihad, the day of Jihad, which was a call for protest. Um, um, and if you then, if you think moving on forward into the whole conflict with the U.S. stepping in as much as it already is, Iran made public threats towards the U.S., um, basically saying that, look, this is us and Israel. Y'all have no dog in this fight, and if y'all keep the dog in the fight, basically they're saying that they're going to, you know, that we're just as much as part of the war, and they're, you know, you know what I mean. So that's been a huge issue in the world right now um, because here's the thing, like, uh, I mean, we're obligated to stand with Israel because, for one, we are allies. So, um, so what, I mean, what are your thoughts on it as of right now though? Um, uh, it'll definitely be something to watch, especially where, um, the leader of Ukraine on American soil, when he was here, what last week or the week before told America that if they did not, um, stand down and step away from Israel that they, that we would not be spared whenever the war starts. So 
um, that's that's a big problem. I mean, I, I feel like that's a threat, you know, and if, if anybody doesn't see it as such, then I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you, you know. But um, but yeah, you're right. We will uh, we will be standing with them um, all the, the the whole way. I mean, we're we're obligated to um, absolutely. The Holy Land does have it, I think. So, uh, but we'll oh, see. Uh, we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I think it has definitely created some uncertain feelings with Americans across the nation. I mean, it, I mean, it really has. Cause like, I feel like there's a bunch of people all a lot more on edge right now. Like, yeah, no doubt when the, like the day of jihad, jihad whenever all that was going out, I mean, I'm telling you, like there was people legit scared that something was going to happen whether it was terroristic, whether it was going to be riots, whether it was going to be, you know, you know, protests all over the cities. I mean, people were legit scared. And, you know, the, you know, I, I saw a TikTok on, um, on, I saw a TikTok the other day and <laughs> it was the FBI director and was talking about the whole situation. And he said Americans should be on a pivot that we should be actively knowing what's going on because you know we don't know what their intentions are i mean so did you did you know when they attacked the music festival do you know what parachute gliders are the little Mm -hmm. it's like a little the three the trike thing and it's got the fan and the parachute on it yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's the like, that's the first time that a parachute glider was used in warfare. Because that was the way that they could go into Israel without being detected. Without being detected. Yep. So, as, Ameri- as an American, who's to say they don't do that here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, let's look back. We had the what the the Chinese balloons and that whole oh, fiasco. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. How they, I mean, the one of them one of them balloons had been in and over Alaska in the U.S. for what, like two weeks before they noticed it was there. Exactly. I mean, it's insane. And I, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> to be a conspiracy theorist, that Chinese balloon. Whole no, actually, that whole unidentified flying object stuff that was all test, every bit of it. I believe that it was a Chinese balloon, and I believe that they were testing how how good our radars are and how on our toes we were if we were gonna. Yep. And then I even I even think they were testing on how we were gonna respond. I don't even think they cared. I, yeah, exactly. They exactly yeah, the, they were definitely a test to see if we were paying attention. And not only that, I think I mean I think they were going to see if we were going to respond. I want to. I think they were going to see if we were going to shoot it down as soon as it hit. So, with that being said, 
So if you think about it, you got one Chinese balloon that was almost over our skies for countless days before anybody even noticed. How many other times has that actually happened and we just never knew? Right. Maybe it just clipped the bottom of the U.S. or the top. Now, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say northeast because, for the simple fact, that's where D.C. is, and that shit is locked down. So I wouldn't say around D.C., but I mean it. But it still is possible. I mean, I mean, look who our president is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is still pretty possible. Yeah. So uh, going back to the uh, the attack on Israel, um, I got a question for you. Um, there was a there was a pretty big debate here a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago. Um, a bunch of people comparing the amount of money that we have sent to Ukraine or to um, Israel versus the amount of money that we have sent to Ukraine, and people are actually upset because we have sent so much more to Israel than we have Ukraine. What uh, what's your opinion on that? Well, um, my opinion is my opinion on it is this. I mean, it simply is this. So Israel is documented our ally. I mean, there has been no question on that whatsoever. Ukraine has not done any of the steps i mean they've attempted but russia has has held them back now you're saying so let me rephrase your question just to make sure that i'm correct because i ain't gonna lie i'm on my third glass (laughs) so (laughs) you're you're asking so you're saying people are upset because we're sending ukraine more more than Israel, right? No, backwards. We're we're sending Israel more money than what we sent to Ukraine, even though the Ukraine debacle um, started before all this Israel stuff. Dang, I because in my my opinion, in my opinion, on when it comes to the Ukrainian war, that one is the one to watch. If you if you get if you know what I mean, like yep. the Israel war, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Even if we didn't support them and like send them all this extra stuff, Israel's got it. I mean, let's be honest it's 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 a small terrorist group. I mean, literally, it's it's literally a Gaza city and a group within a city. You know what I mean? Israel's got right. it. Now, granted, yes, they do have they do have backing from Iran. Uh, Hamas does, but Iran is not like physically in it. Iran is just financially backing them. Right. So, but in my opinion, the Ukrainian war, that is the one to keep your eyes on because for the simple fact, that is a, Russia has more of a chance to defeat Ukraine. I mean, look at the country sizes, look at the military sizes, Look at the technology side of things. We cannot already, we cannot, like America can't afford for Ukraine to even lose. 
because we've already sent billions and billions of dollars already. Not to mention we've sent, I mean, we've sent tanks. We've sent aircrafts. We've sent guns, ammunition. We've sent all this stuff. Russia wins. Where's all of our shit go? Well, not only that, but uh, but too, if if Russia's able to take Ukraine, they're, I, I don't feel like they're going to stop at Ukraine. And the next, the next one for them to invade is Poland. Poland exactly. is part of the UN, which means at that point we would be required, just like with Israel, we would be required to, to get involved. Oh, without a doubt. And it's one of them things. So, and it's something that you have to think about too. When you're talking about both these wars in general, is who is talking to who. So we know for a fact that Russia and China are obviously on the same page. Now, if they say they do start like just because like if you if you notice the last couple of weeks, China has been bucking that chest up to Taiwan. Yeah. Okay. So when you're thinking about all that, so you got Russia wanting more land, more, I mean, basically conquering. You got China wanting more land because, and for China, it makes sense because they're overpopulated as for one, and they need the more room anyway. So China does kind of make sense, but it still doesn't call for war. (laughs) I mean, come on. But you got Russia and China. So here's the thing. So when you go into it now, eventually, like, won't the two meet if they just keep trying to conquer everybody? And I would not want tickets to that barbecue. <laughs> I don't know. That would be that would definitely be an interesting fight to watch. For sure. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Like you Ukraine, that um that conflict over there, that is something to watch. I, I think, uh, like you said, Israel's got this regardless. I mean, of course, they have, you know, not just us backing them, but all the other UN nations are behind them as well. Um, but Russia Russia is a giant bully. Oh, without a doubt. And if if they were, like I said, if they were to take one, they're not they're not going to stop at Ukraine. They're they're gonna go until until they are stopped. So Putin is trying to recreate the Soviet Union. That is all he is doing. He's trying to get all the land that he had back because in his mind, like Ukraine was taken from him. You know what I mean? That's that's the way he's thinking, and that, and that's and that, to me. That I feel like that's a poor way of thinking. Like, yeah. like, dude, you're like already like the biggest country, like in the world. Like, like as far as when you're talking, you know, coverage wise of actual yeah. land, like that. Russia is huge, mm-hmm. and you're complaining about this little old Ukraine. You know what I mean? Like, and I ain't gonna lie. So like before the U.S. even stepped in. I was 
like freaking my mind was blown how much of a fight they were putting up to. Oh yeah. Like they they and then when United States started sending them stuff and you're like, oh crap, like th- this little old country's got a chance, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was definitely interesting to watch, but oh without a doubt. And it still is, but unfortunately now Ukraine is on a losing trend but mm-hmm. that's where the conspiracies come in because why why the timing of Israel of Israel the Hamas attack on Israel right because right around the time <laughs> that good old Ukraine needs a little more stuff now we have to go help our actual Allah Mm-hmm. So that's where that's where conspiracies are being thrown in. And then, you know, even some are like also saying it's US politics and all this, but and the conspiracy one of the conspiracies that I actually did like but don't see plausible um was that the US is one who created the Hamas attack like is the one who got it going. It's basically so that we could go ahead and get over there so that we can make our way to Ukraine anyway. But I I like the thought process on that, but um because at the end of the day, like I was saying earlier, we can't afford for Ukraine to win or lose. Right. We can't afford it. So how's another way to get it? Get them the boots on the ground help. Create a world war. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where that one goes. It's it, it'll definitely be one that we will we will update on and keep uh, keep an eye on. The same with the the stuff going on in Israel. That'll be that'll be a pretty regular topic, I think, for a little while. Uh, both. Oh, of without those. A doubt. So let's uh <clears throat> let's uh we'll we'll talk about gun control. Good old gun control. Control your guns. <laughs> Perfect time to be talking about it, too, especially with all the conflict going on. Um, do you well, think... Not only that, but we've also, had, um, we've also had some things that's come through the Supreme Court that they've actually overturned, like the, uh, like the arm strap. Did you see that? I did not. All right. What let was me, it? What, let me, uh, what's the gist of it? While you look it up, um, I'm going to ask you a question just to think about what, what, um, what just. Yeah, hold on just a second. I'm getting it pulled up. You go ahead with what you got. I'm going to pull this up real quick. All righty. I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to ask you a question just to think about. And Jerry said he lost all, all I lost all mine in a boating accident. Dang it. And um, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna ask you a question while you get it all pulled up and um, something to think about. Do you think the way that everything is input now, like think about it, you got to have a background check, everything, it's got to be registered. Um, do you think what America has in place now is already enough gun control? 
Yes, I do. I mean, there's, there's no thinking about that. What else, what else could they add to make it any more secure than what it already is? Like I, I even, I feel like some of it's even unnecessary. Um, but, uh, if, if somebody wants a gun, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna get it one of two ways, either legally or illegally. And at least the, the, the people that are, um, buying them, I, I, I too, I think the process that you go through when purchasing a firearm with the background check and all that, I, I do think that that helps, um, with, the the younger individuals who are trying because if you think about it a lot of younger individuals aren't they're they're not going to know who to go to or where to go to get a gun illegally more times than not so and it, it just it helps with preventing them you know uh, an 18 year old or something walking in and, but um but yeah I, I don't think there's anything else to answer your question um, I don't think there's anything else to add to it that could help it any, you know, or, or whatever. Travis says it's so easy to get an unmarked gun in this country. Jerry, oh, absolutely. is it a gun control issue or a mental health issue? Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the mental health issue because when it comes to gun control, I mean, they already do everything to track what you've, what your past is. They do the background check. I mean, your background check, they pull driving records. They pull um, criminal records. I mean, they pull everything. Um, so mental health is like when you think, I mean, this has been all over news here lately because the Parkland shooter just got his uh, final sentencing. But that was a mental issue. That was not a gun control issue. Um, like the old saying, guns don't, or uh, people don't kill, or uh, guns don't kill people, people kill people. <laughs> almost almost right. said it backwards. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> little Jimmy said, uh, gun control only hurts good guys with guns. Felons don't give a shit about gun control. Um, yeah, so I agree with that a hundred percent. I have, I have always said that, um, so criminals don't follow the law. That's what makes them criminals. So what makes somebody think if they do things that they feel is going to add more security to, uh, gun control or to, to purchasing weapons, whatever, what makes that person think that the criminal is all of a sudden going to start following that? I mean, right, again, that's sure. what makes them a criminal is they don't follow the law to begin with. So this is something that I wish I would have thought about earlier. Um, this is not something that we have, to, uh, I guess, pull up now. But the the statistic that I would like to see is like, um, so think about Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Guns, like you, you, you can't have a gun without a mm -hmm. permit, um, period. And there's so many rules and regulations right. that it, it almost benefits more not to not even have one in Chicago. Um, I would like to know how many murders have been solved. Riley, pull up. I'm just, um, 
I would like to know how many murders. <laughs> I would like to know how many murders were solved just because the gun was registered to somebody. I would like to know that statistic because be, I feel like that. I feel like that'd be a statistic to base a good opinion on. Yeah. Because. Yeah. What was you saying? Oh, I was just going to say that definitely would be a, a good one to look up. and Oh, for sure. I think and, uh, I think we know what the answer is, uh, but yeah, it would be a good something, a good solid statistic to look at. Right, and I feel like the way that we're going now, you know, so here's the thing, too. So if you think about the Constitution, and this is something so out there, but I'm just going to say it, all right? Um, the Constitution. So, like, the people have the right to stand up against our government, right? So I'm just going to tell you right now, in today's world, if we ever had to stand up against our government, you think they're going to come knocking on our doors with, like teddy bears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Jerry. So Chicago's is still has the most gun regulations in the country. Uh, out of any city in the United States, Chicago has more laws pertaining to gun control than any other city in the United States. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Um, Baltimore is pretty high up there too. Um, mm -hmm. But it, and it's insane. Like, so I feel like the way that the gun control has already hit, I feel like that is not our, I think, I feel like it's already hit a point to where it was not what the founding fathers envisioned. Now, granted, then you got people who go out there and say, well, different time, different time period, way different world. Yes and no. Everybody's still bickering back and forth. I mean, so how much have we really changed? All we've added is technology. Right. So nothing's really changed. I mean, you still got, I mean, look, look at Russia. Literally just taking over something that they believe is theirs. Trying right. to. Exactly. Trying to. All right. Go back to the American Revolutionary War. Britain was trying to claim us. Claim, like, well, they had already claimed our land. We were claiming it. <laughs> but either way, they were fighting because they believed it was theirs. Mm -hmm. So nothing, nothing has really changed from those times. All we've added is just technology. Technology, yeah. And, all we, and with technology, we have added... So... If you think about 1960s, we'll, we'll 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 just do a random decade, 1960s. I guarantee you, people were still getting killed left and right by guns. But now the difference is, is now there's social media to cover it. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is the attention that it gets. Law for all the Swedish people to own a firearm and to have the lowest gun crime in the world. Um, I had not heard that, Jerry. Uh, so just 
I keep forgetting that we're we're going to be streaming this podcast, so it's going to be all audio. I've got to remember <laughs> remember that. So it says, uh, "Have you all heard uh, that it is a law for all Swedish people to own a firearm and to have the lowest gun crime, and they have the lowest gun crime in the world?" Um, yeah, so like I said, I didn't I didn't know that, but I'll definitely uh, definitely look that one up and. And, and revert back to it. I believe it is. It seems like um, anytime something happens, um, like, so let's talk about COVID. Sweden was in the news a lot with, with COVID because they were all, all about the, um, Nat, what is it? The herd herd, herd immunity or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they, they seem to have it. They seem to have it figured out over there. Maybe we just need to pack up and move to Sweden. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> no, nah, dude, and it's it's all freaking so it's and it's also proven too, like when you think about Chicago and you think about Baltimore, hell if you even think about Louisville, like because there's 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 rules mm-hmm. even in as small as a city as Louisville, like in Louisville, like I know for a fact, so in Louisville, like you're not allowed to, you're not, you're not allowed to go in most buildings with a firearm. And, but like, so when you think about all that and think about those cities compared to like, well, I can't even use Barstown because everybody gets fucking killed and nobody can figure out who killed them. But, um, you think about <laughs> cities compared to like E Town or like Bowling Green. Like, yes, shit still happens there. Don't get me wrong. But less stuff happens because we're not taking the guns away from everybody and saying, don't defend yourself. So when you have more, if if there's more, it's more of a deterrence. If you have more deterrence out there, less people's going to try shit. Right. And, and a big, a big. Big deterrence is law-abiding, good Americans carrying firearms. Right. And I feel like that the whole gun thing, I feel like we're all overthinking it, both sides. Um, I think we just need to go back to the basics and like, okay, I think guns should be registered. I, I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. Because, and I'm probably going to catch some slack over that, but I think guns should be registered, but I I don't think they should be registered with us having the fear of one day our government knocking on our doors to take them either. So, and the only reason why I think they should be registered is if you do something stupid with that gun, I think, you know, you know what I mean? Like. And that's just why I personally feel if you do something stupid. So just real quick. So just real quick. So your logic is when you go out and you buy, uh, you buy a silver fork from Walmart, it should be registered because if somebody goes out and does something stupid with that fork and stabs somebody, they need to be held accountable with that fork. 
Damn, am I, am I the one playing devil's advocate right now? Or is that you? No, that's that's me. You're the one that said you feel like it should be registered because if they do, if they break the law with it. So so every Louisville slugger baseball bat needs to be registered. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they're all ser- I think they all have serial numbers anyway. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. Let register everything. <laughs> Laptops, phones, uh, no, those are already registered, Wesley. <laughs> no, I just, um, I guess in right, um, Jimmy, we need more sport control. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess what, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is going off what's already in play. Okay. Um, I just the way it already is. Oh my god. <laughs> um the way I look at it is is it's been it's been like that for years already. So that's all I ever know. That's all I ever known. Known. <laughs> noon. Noon. <laughs> that's all I've ever known. And I think that that's the like so for me, that is the correct way to do it. And that's the problem is like Republic, like a lot of, you know, a lot of your right side Republicans, they'll do it the right way because that's what, that's what it says. That's what, that's what the textbook says. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Yep. Let's not, but like what I'm saying is at the same time. So what I agree with is doing it the right way, doing it the legal way, but also not, I don't want to, so I don't want to go buy a 300 blackout right and come home and be like a freaking crackhead like being all paranoid thinking the government like I don't feel like I should ever feel like that cuz like as an american I did the correct steps right I bought the gun legally it's registered whatever like that's that's the part that I don't that I don't agree with is that we constantly have more and more government officials saying we're going to like, we're going to ban them, which a 300 blackout is a, is a AR that's an assault rifle. And that's what they're trying to ban. Like they're like, they're actively getting closer to banning assault rifles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my thing is, is for one, we have, we do have the right to bear arms. We do have the right to own firearms and we should. And I think this is, this is going to cause some stuff. You ready for this one? All right. I think our country is scared of our country because there's so many guns and regulation. It's the ultimate way to get their control back. If they tried to take our guns. Oh, Absolutely. Because if you think about it, most of these countries out here are forever. If you um, because if you think about it, most of the countries out there, it's like so. Think about Russia, right? 
they can take control. Like the government has full control, mainly because the citizens have no access to fight back. Right about China, they can take full control all the time because the citizens have no access to fight back. That's yeah, and I think ultimately, I think that's I think that's what it boils down to. The 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 people that are uh, elected in these offices, they you know the the government, the U.S. government, they use they use things like. Um, like school shootings and they use things like um like drive-by shootings and that type of thing to scare the public to get them to follow along with the registration of vehicles and the process i mean of vehicles <laughs> of guns <laughs> and uh, the- later on we're gonna go to the dmv so <laughs> <laughs> but the um the, the processes that you have to go through to, to, to get a gun. And it's, it's a scare tactic to be able to control the flow of guns. Because like you said, the, the more control they have over the, the selling and the, the use of guns in the U S the less likely it is for an uprise against the government. Right. And doing the right thing and buying a gun the right way, it's really not that long of a process. I literally had my, so one of my guns, I've, so I've got three guns total. Um, one of my guns that I bought, I literally, I literally had in hand walking out of the store within like 30 minutes. I mean, it's really not that long of a process. And the thing is, is to, if everybody's doing it the correct way, what is the issue? Technically we're following everything that back in the day liberals and the right side all agreed on because right before that even came a law everybody had to vote on it well and 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 two it goes back so um talking about the yeah the school shootings and drive-bys it, it goes back to so yeah the school shootings i think is definitely a mental health i think you when you get into situations like uh like uh neighborhood shootings drive-by shootings that that's that's very much like a territorial gang type stuff um but in in either situation more times than not like when it comes to the schools the the kid did not go out and buy the gun from a retail store or from a retailer they got it from their parents lockup or out of their parents bedroom or something of that nature so if that's the case if they they pass a law that says you have to you have to give you know eight ounces of your blood so we can confirm it's you to buy a gun that's that's gonna have no bearing on that child going into their parents' bedroom and getting the gun that their parents already have you know and as far as the as far as the gang related type stuff um a lot of that is is criminal activity anyways. And again, they don't. I'm itching. I'm itching to say something. Okay, go ahead. Maybe it's a parenting issue. Uh, I definitely. I think it's a. Um, I think it's a learning issue. I, I think if you're gonna have, 
if you're going to have weapons in your house, you, your, your kids should know about them. It shouldn't be a scary topic for kids. They should be, they they should grow up with them, know what they are, know that they can hurt somebody. You know, I think gun safety in general. And of course I feel like this is so very Kentuckian for me to say, (laughs) Southern Kentucky for me to say is uh, I think I feel like every child should go through some sort of gun safety like through in their life in their you know childhood life mainly for the simple fact they need to they need to understand they need to understand the importance of why we even have guns the importance of you know everything now a lot of people from like Metcalf County or Hell, even all the way up here in Nelson County, a lot of a lot of your kids, the hunting is very popular, so a lot of kids already go through that. But if you notice that most of the school shootings and these big elaborate gun shit that's going on is all in our big cities. So we, well, what America has to do to fix that is. How are we going to fix that? And it's going to start with parenting. It's going to start with the school systems itself. I mean, we, and I feel like some of it too is, and it is, it is a huge mental health issue, but like the Parkland shooter um, in Florida, I mean, I feel like he only, like, based on everything that I've read, interviews, that I've seen. I mean, I feel like he did it literally just to be famous. Like we need to stop making them mortars. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It's insane because I mean, think about like serial killers, like most of them do it because they know it's going to get national coverage. Makes them famous. Yeah. Well, and, and two, it goes back to what we were talking about with the social media and everything. It's everything is put out there for, for the public to see anymore. And it's so it's very easy for somebody to, to, to have that in their head that they want to do this to, to be famous or to be known or to get the attention and they're going to get it. I mean, it's, it goes back to again the social media and the way the way that the news uh, news outlets operate these days. Oh, without a doubt. And um, with that, a lot of uh, we recently went through a election. Um, Kentucky did not go the way I wanted it to go because uh, <laughs> I was going for Daniel Cameron. Um, but Daniel Cameron <laughs> did not come through. Um, this was a weird election year for like, and I don't know if it was just me, but like, I don't feel like any campaigning was actually done. Like, I barely saw anything about Andy Bashir's campaign. I barely saw anything about Daniel Cameron's campaign. Um, before the primaries, I barely saw because before before Daniel Cameron got the Republican nomination, I was like gun hole, let's go Eric D- Eric Eric Dieters, you know what I mean? 
and then um, once the once the nominees were selected, I feel like all campaigning just stopped. Like, and that was that was a little odd to me because there's usually a crap ton of commercials, a crap ton of posts on Facebook, but like on Facebook and stuff. But like, I didn't even see much on TikTok either. Mm-hmm. And TikTok, like we were saying, TikTok's past Facebook as far as information passing goes. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing that surprised me was um, how many people were so dissatisfied with how Andy Brashear handled the uh, the pandemic. They uh, it was a uh, like there were so many people between. Um, social media and just um just hearing people talk and that it they were just so upset about uh how he handled it i was fully expecting that to be his end and but so so it did surprise me that that he pulled through um the, even after the so much dislike that he got from how he handled the the covid pandemic Oh, without a doubt. And I mean, the demographics alone for the, um, like, you know how, like, it shows what you can see on your screen right now. It shows you each county and everything. Like, Nelson County is blue. That is wild to me. I mean, this is the, the, the same county. When you're driving down 245 and you pass like 10 or 12 Trump flags in a row right next to Thomas Nelson High School. Yeah, so Nelson County being blue is insane to me. And then you got, well, of course, we always expect the bigger cities. So like Fayette County has Lexington. Um... Um, Jefferson County obviously has Louisville. Warren County always obviously has Bowling Green. Could there be an unfair or dishonest elections? Absolutely. I mean we we seen it we seen it with the uh, the the Trump Biden election. So oh so why, not, why not why not bring it home? Bring it local. <laughs> right. It, I'm I'm just gonna tell you right now, 2020. I, I literally almost had, and I Corey can vouch. I literally almost had an aneurysm. Like the d- election day, I literally went to bed was like, oh, Trump got it. Next morning, oh, what? <laughs> I woke. I literally so I so that day I took off work and everything because like when it comes to presidential elections, like I'm all in it. I am all in, brother. And I literally was on the couch from morning until the next morning all day. And literally all day, I was just watching wins for Trump for states just all day. And then literally wake up seeing states convert to blue. And somehow Biden won. It was literally insane. And I'm going to tell you, when I woke up and it said, well, first, when I first woke up at 7 a.m., the fact that the election still hadn't been called yet 
was insane. And it literally came down to Arizona and wasn't it like uh, Nevada? Yeah, I don't remember. And Arizona is historically a very red state and it flipped. Nevada flipped. It all, they all, those, like, I'm just going to tell you, I, there's definitely some weird stuff. I'm not saying that I agree with the people who stormed the Capitol and broke in and all that, but I do agree with people questioning the logistics of the election, though. Yeah. Travis says it don't matter about our votes anymore. It's all about who the government wants in there so they can puppet control them. Well, they got the perfect candidate for it, so... I disagree with that that comment. I don't think he's the perfect candidate because you you can't uh, you can't understand what he's saying ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Even better, <laughs> uh, Jimmy said their their excuse was that most of the votes through the night were mail in ballots and they had to be counted. So yes, and mail in ballots to me is no bueno. I think that there's, for one, there's no, there's no way to verify because I don't know about you, but I've went to vote before and every time that I've had to vote, I've had to show my license. Mm-hmm. So how are mel- how are melon ballots even like legit? Um... Jimmy said, I called bullshit from the beginning. Absolutely, I did too. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so, but like, it just, and then, and then now, so think about this. So, you know, do you know that Trump actually lost, launched a, uh, an investigation on it? And you know, the number of people who voted that were dead. Yeah, I was going to say that there's there were a lot of um, people sending in uh, ballots for people who had had been deceased. Jerry said, I wonder how many mail in ballots are from nursing homes from incoherent people. I guarantee you that number is going to be high if there was a statistic. But the sad thing is we'll probably never see it. Right. And then there was even videos that surfaced of people putting like 20 votes in the did you the, the drop-off voting where they could just put it in the thing and go back home. There was videos that Trump's legal team released of people putting stacks of votes like freaking huge just in it and then walking away. Wearing masks and obviously wearing masks. Can't tell who <laughs> they are. That was something... I'm just going to tell you. So in my career field, that was the, the mask era. That's what I'm going to call it. The mask era freaking sucked. And Corey knows it firsthand as well. Yeah. The mask era, dude. Cause so what I do is I, I catch shoplifters for a living. And when you catch shoplifters, if you can't see their face, you're probably not going to figure out who they are. 
It's just unless unless you've had multiple encounters with them already. And um yeah. But back on the whole election debacle, I mean it was literally insane. I mean, every bit of it. Jimmy said, just like now, there are thousands of people crossing the border daily and being shipped to the United States to be planted. They're, they're being given IDs and money to rent housing and li- live. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you, the thousands of people crossing the border, Corey shared this to me not too long ago. A lot of them are military-aged men. And they're not even from Mexico. Yep. Well, that's when we were talking about the, that was, uh, so what you're talking about, what I sent you, that was when the whole, uh, the day of jihad or, or whatever it was called. That's when that was going on. And me and you were talking about the possibility of there being like, uh, silent, um, or the secret sales and stuff being brought in and all these, all these people that they were catching coming into the country illegally were military aged men. It was not children, women. It was only not like 98% of them were, were military aged guys. So, yeah. And one of them was, was middle Eastern and even had an AK 47, Tatted mm-hmm. on his, uh, and that's it's insane. Like, so it, it does concern me still, though. Like, even though like a lot of that has dropped down and put in the back burner as far as news media goes, that's still concerning because they're still here. Oh, absolutely. And the problem with our border is, is, I mean, at this point, we could have already, we've got already let in like a whole army, like, and we wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. And they're overtaking our cities. Also, seeing yep. they are given cell phones and uniforms. Well, I'm just going to tell you, little Jimmy. Um, I was talking about this the other day. It we live in a world now where it pays to be an immigrant more than being a native of your own country. Think mm-hmm. about me and Corey was talking about our a local liquor store the other day. Um, literally, like it changes owners every so often, and that's just so that they can stay tax free. Yep, and that is insane. And they get these. You got Americans out here that want to like that want to start a business or want to do this, but can't get you know the necessary startup loans. And then you got people coming in day one already got entrepreneurship loans and all these, you know, immigrant loans and refugee loans and all this so that they can, you know, make the American dream. But like the American dream does not, um, does not go with the American people anymore. Nope. Not at all. We are here to pay their, we are here to pay the immigrants way. Yeah, Jimmy, I said that too. So Jimmy said something's going down soon. He does believe uh, they were talking about this last weekend. Yeah, I've uh, me just between conversations that, that Wesley and I've had. That's I believe something's something's coming. Something something's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. So 
Well, we will and- uh, we will be here to to report on it for sure. Something too that I have thought about is if we end up in another war, I think there will be a draft. I don't think that we have enough enlistment anymore at all. Because if you think about it, the people who are hitting that age are Gen Z, and that is, you know, uh, Jerry Jerry says people fear the guy these guys coming in like they can take over. I don't think they intend to take over. They just want to start enough trouble so we implode on ourselves. And that is, but that's correct too, because chaos history has proven in America that chaos does not do well with us at all. COVID. You know, the not only that, when the George Floyd thing happened and all these cities started rioting, everything. America does not do good with chaos, but it's because America also does not prepare us as citizens to deal with chaos either. All they ever do is just sell the, that we're this perfect ideal country and that nothing could ever happen. Jim, little Jimmy says the question is the military is the military going to follow orders from the government to go against the people or are they going to stand with the people and fight for us? So I will tell you, so me and my, uh, so my best, one of my best friends, uh, Chris, um, me and him talked about that. And so the word, the wordage in their swearing um, cause he, he's in, he, well, he's in basic right now. And I think there's a reason why when they swear in it's, they, they protect foreign and domestic. So I think that that is their way. Now I'm not saying that, you know, the military would, but I would like to think that, you know, if they see something that's wrong, that they're going to stand up and be like, all right, look, like this is this has gone too far. You know what I mean? We would all like to think that that would definitely make us all sleep better, but I think that 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 verbiage alone, I feel like, gives the opportunity for them to to stand up with us. Yeah, for sure. But, um, so. I feel like we definitely covered a lot today. Um, yeah, it definitely went longer than I was expecting it. Um, not <laughs> even gonna lie. Um, I'm so glad that we got the software figured out. I'm glad that we got the um, I mean, we basically just went through this all with no other technical difficulties. Um, like I said from the beginning, this is take two. We didn't try before, and we already deleted the, the original one because. Well, if you if you think about it, it's it's actually like take like twenty or thirty because we've that was the whole reason why we pushed it out to this Monday versus this past Monday was because we were trying to get all this figured out. So, right, and please, um. I really do like this streaming. Like we were just talking before this, like if we weren't like, we didn't know if we were going to get 
you know, engagement during the show or whatever. And I, I like the streaming. I think this is something that me and Corey can both agree on that we'll keep doing. Um, I think it's going to bring a lot more um, viewers and it does save too. So people can go back and watch. Um, so that is freaking awesome. Um, so, but all good things come to an end and this is episode one and this is definitely a good thing, but it's going to come to an end. <laughs> so, um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, please send us feedback because feedback does everything like that. I mean, it literally is everything to us because we know we, from feedback, we know if we're doing it right. We know if we're doing it wrong. We know we need to tweak, whatever. Um, yeah, also so, make sure to, uh, Share it on Facebook. Um, share the page. Anytime that we go live and we uh, do our stream, um, it will be shared on our page on Facebook. So definitely make sure to uh, to share that. Anytime you see it, we will be sharing it. And just to get it out there, we want to get more people in here, get more opinions flowing, and, and yeah, be, be definitely uh, engaged with everybody. So. All right, and um, with it being Veterans Day, um, I'm gonna thank all veterans for their service. Um, happy veteran, ha- Happy Veterans Day. Um, that was uh, this was a good episode. <laughs> so, so we do. Should we do like the original outro? Well, I you have to remind me. Uh, that's been that was three years ago, dude. You say that's where you went. Oh, so, where I'm, I'm Corey, and, and I'm Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is it's it's no longer the happy hour. It's now unblur the unblur lines. The lines. So, uh, one thing else I'm gonna say real quick. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get a for sure intro and a for sure outro soon. Um, we just gotta figure out how we're gonna do it. Wow how how we're going to do it and how we want it to sound we haven't really um thought about it yet i think we're going to just use the like stuff that's already offered to us through the software that we're streaming on um for right now but we're going to get a good intro and outro to put together and i think it's going to be beast i think i think everybody will enjoy it yeah so i think so so, uh, I'm Wesley. <laughs> and then I'm Corey. Thank y'all for listening. And please, please, please like, follow, and share our, our Facebook page. Um, I think this time, too, I think that's all we're going to do. I think we're only going to do Facebook because that was the most successful last time. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, so, um, feedback, share, like listen to our podcast on Monday. It hits all streaming apps. We got everything all set up there. And, um, I think, I think, I think we're going to have a really good time doing this podcast. I think it's going to be fun. Yep, I so, agree with you, bud. With that being said, everybody have a good night. Thank you for listening. Be good or be good at it. <laughs> See y'all.